This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sky back into center field for Dugo. Just on the track. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth on this Tuesday Week one of the NFL season coming up in just a couple days with the Bucks and the Cowboys. We're talking about all the games here, the AFC team. So we'll get to a little nickel or dime with our border operations manager, Jake Hassan, in a, in a couple minutes. But Aaron, there's a couple games we didn't hit on there that we have to still hear. So Dolphins at the Patriots. Patriots, three-point favorite at home. AFC's battle. Uh, and one that really, I, I think, is early season. You never, you never want to put crazy you know, meaning to a week one game, but... This could be the kind of game that we look back on at the end of the year and say one team makes the playoffs, one team misses the playoffs on a game like this. It could be that close for a wildcard berth in the AFC. Patriots favored Mac Jones versus Tua. It is the uh, the all-Alabama matchup. And how about Alabama has three starting quarterbacks. At one time, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, all in the same locker room, all in the same depth chart. They're all starting in the NFL Week 1, which is just incredible. I lean the Patriots in this game with Mac Jones making his first start. Uh, I'm not a Tua believer. I know there's been a lot of, oh, Tua's better hype this summer. I have to see it to believe it. And I think New England's going to control this game. And the um, Dolphins have some issues on their offensive line. I I, I like New England this one. Yeah. um, So, BetQL does have a five-star rating on this. They project the total to be the Patriots 21.5 and and Dolphins 21. Yeah. and the over-under is at 44. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Patriots in this one. I was thinking about taking them against the spread. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just I really like what the Patriots. I think they have a tremendous upside. I'm excited to see what they'll do. I think it's still hard to bet against Bill Belichick. You know, I mean, last year, obviously, they didn't really meet um, their own standards, um, especially when Tom Brady was there, what we saw from them. But... I definitely think that they're going to get it together. Obviously, Bill is a competitor. He's probably not feeling great about how they finished the season last year, and I wouldn't be surprised. He's got some tricks up his sleeve, and you know, I was I was actually going to look um, to take them to make the playoffs too. The Patriots. Yeah, you could find it at plus one twenty six right now to find the Patriots on FanDuel to make the playoffs. I like that one. That was when we talked through our best bets in the AFCs. That was one I mentioned because I, I look, they had eight guys opt out last year, and they signed a bunch of skill players on offense to to add to what they had, and they have a new quarterback. They have a quarterback upgrade. Anytime a team upgrades a quarterback, I I, I like them better than the year before. Now I don't know how much of an upgrade Mac Jones is as a rookie versus Cam, but it, it's obviously an upgrade that they thought was real because they cut Cam Newton. So. I'm with you on that. I like the Patriots. And I feel like the, this game will kind of tell the tale of these seasons. 
the winner of this game is going to feel good. And they got a win under their belt against an AFC's team. And, and they're, you know, that's the kind of team you probably feel good about the loser. It's yeah. like, Oh, you feel like nervous already. Right. I mean, it's important to start off strong. Um, no matter which team you are, the dolphins or the Patriots, it's like a playoff game, game one, like they're both going to want this. Um, and they're not going to want to start. Oh, and one to start the season. So for sure. And the last game of the week, Monday night football, it used to be a double header. We only have one though. One Monday night game, the Ravens travel to Las Vegas against the Raiders. So a couple early thoughts I have. The Ravens have some issues right now. They're banged up at wide receiver with Sammy Watkins without Rashad Bateman, their first round pick obviously lost JK Dobbins. They're running back for the season. Yeah. Normally I would say, I would stay away from this game or I would lean with the dog, the home dog, but boy, the Raiders stink. Like as much as I, as much as I can create in my head, why the Raiders could upset the the Ravens, why they could win this game. John Gruden's been way better in September as the head coach of the Raiders than he has in November or December. The Raiders usually pretty good early. They fade late, but Aaron, I just, I just think the Raiders stink. Like I just, I think the Raiders are in for a really bad season and Baltimore is the better coach. They have the better quarterback. Yeah. They have the better team. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. I mean, <laughs> even though, you know, they lost J.K. Dobbins, Jackson is still, you know, he can run the ball. He's, he can pass the ball. Um, I I mean, I thought it was a little disrespectful that the Raiders <laughs> were the dogs at home. I mean, come on. You got to be a favorite when you're at home. But it'll be interesting to see what kind of home field advantage the Raiders really have in Las Vegas. Um, I know they try to make it tricky for the visiting team, but it's, you know, so many people are even a bunch of my friends from Seattle for that preseason game. Um, the Seahawks at Raiders all flew in. It's like, oh my gosh, our home team is playing in Vegas. How, let's get a trip, you know? And I just think it's going to be interesting um, to see what kind of home field advantage they really have. Yeah, it'll tell the tale for the season. They did play well early last year. They beat the Saints on the Monday night game at home. So it's not like they've been incompetent early in seasons. Usually the opposite for the, the uh, Raiders. But um, it, the, actually, the line just moved to four and a half. So the Ravens continue uh, on Fandle to be a pretty overwhelming favorite here on the mm -hmm. road in uh, week one on Monday night football. All right, let's get to a little nickel or dime here with our board operations manager, Jake Hassan. Jake, how are we doing today? Oh, you know, just another soul-crushing loss by the Illini that I all of us completely <laughs> predicted. You know Aww. what? It was so when they beat when they won their first game. Wasn't this the easiest thing to predict that they were going to come out and completely just? I mean, they wet the bed, and we like that. It's terrible. Like, that was a terrible loss. Yeah, and they lost it in the most Illinois way. Like, of course, they had to make it the most soul-crushing, just disheartening way possible to have a chance at the end and be on the 15-yard line with how 20 seconds left and then just completely throw it away. It was so Illinois. So, yeah, it was great. Couldn't script it any better. Feeling great. Feeling awesome. So, yeah, it sounds like a few days later you're still handling it really well. You ready for a little nickel or dime? Take your mind off it? I'm always ready for nickel or dime. All right, let's do it. All right, first one, would you rather go the nickel $500 on Tom Brady to win MVP at 12 to one or a thousand dollars, the dime on Zeke to go under 1,150 rushing yards. Oh, I'll go under Zeke. I'll put the dime on Zeke under look. I mean, look at his trends. Look at his career. It's all going down. I mean, I know he's in the best shape of his life and he's happy and all that stuff. It's going down. I think that the only way the Cowboys win a lot of games is if they are coming back in games, if they're throwing their way to victories, 
I, I'm going to say Zeke goes under. I could see him racking up touchdowns in the red zone, but as far as yards, I think the days of Zeke Elliott at 12, 13, 1400 yards is over. I'll put the dime on Zeke under. I'm going 500 on Brady. Um, I don't like betting against Brady at all. And I don't really trust Zeke. I know he's in great shape. There's 17 games. He's slimmed down. But Brady just has those weapons. He has all of his starters coming back in a full offseason under his belt. I'm going Brady. All right, next one sticking with the NFL. Would you rather go the nickel on the Chiefs to finish second in the AFC West at plus 320? Or the dime on the Bucks to, I have this too low because now this end of the sentence got cut off. Really good by me. Or $1,000 the dime on the Bucks to finish first in the NFC South minus 185. I'll go the dime on the Bucks. I just, I can't, two things on this. I, I can't see who the team is. I know there'll be one team that will win eight or nine games and, and be close enough, I guess. But I don't know who that team is. I have no conviction in the Falcons to be any good or the Saints this year or the or the Panthers. I think they're a year away. So I, I can't predict the team would get to enough wins upset the Bucks. And as much as I like the Chargers, that's a big task. It's a, it's a tall task to expect someone to overtake the Chiefs unless there's a major injury. I'll go the dime on the Bucks. Yeah, you got to really love the Chargers to want to put 500 on the Chiefs to finish second. Paul Aspen, do you have a future on the Chargers? <laughs> oh, about. That's what this is I about. Was, I know. I was like, I'm feeling like something's going on here. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be consistent and say, once again, I'm not betting against Tom Brady, just can't do it. Um, and I just don't see who else would challenge them in the NFC South. And I don't feel confident that anyone's going to finish first, uh, in the AFC West besides the chiefs. All right. Still last NFL one. Would you rather go? Well, it's an NFL and MLB kind of joint little fun mashup. Would you rather go the nickel on a Chargers Eagle Super Bowl 650 to one or the dime on Dodgers Astros World Series plus 600? 650 to one is I mean, that's you don't find odds like that. as something you actually bet. On. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world that one of those two teams in the Super Bowl, obviously the Chargers have the the, the, the chance to do it. They're a good team. They're, they're probably a playoff team. But I, I think the Eagles could win the NFC East. I think the Eagles could get to nine wins. I think the Eagles are going to be a pretty good team. The Eagles are not going to win a Super Bowl or get to a Super Bowl. They're just they're, – they're not. I, I'll go with the Dodgers-Astros. I, I know the value's on the other side, but Chargers-Eagles would be a shocking Super Bowl matchup this season. <laughs> It would. And I am shocked what you just said about the Eagles. I don't see the Oh, they're going to win the division. They're going to win the I don't division. see the Eagles being the best team in the NFC East. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. And I also don't see the Chargers and Eagles in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yes, I'm going Dodgers, Astros, World Series. I mean, that probably could be the World Series unless the Rays get there or maybe my dark horse Blue Jays. Oh, Canada. Almost wore a Blue Jays t-shirt today. Shout out to the Homeland team. But yeah, uh, I'm going Dodgers Astros World Series on that one. Joe G, what about $50? Oh, I'd put 50 on that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> 50. That, I'm in that. Let's do that. <laughs> You're just right, gonna throw away 50 bucks. Would you rather go the nickel on the Blue Jays to win the AL at 46 to 1? Or the dime on the Phillies to win the NL East at plus 220. Note, Toronto has six games left versus the Yankees. They're three back of the second wild card. 
Look, I, I have said, I have to be consistent. I've said on the show for months, do not waste your money on the Phillies. They're right there. I mean, they're one and a half out and they could get into the wild card or the division. I can't waste my money on the Phillies. They end the season with a six game road trip to Atlanta, which that will be, that's a house of horrors for them. And they go to Miami where they never win. Like the Phillies will be in this for the last couple of days and they'll do what they always do, which is lose on the road. No, I'll go with the Blue Jays. I know they're on the outside looking in. Have we paid attention to how the Blue Jays are playing right now? They've been unbelievable. They're beating really up the Yankees yesterday. Their offense is so good with Springer and Guerrero and Simeon. They just hit from every angle. Robbie Ray, Cy Young candidate. The Blue Ryu. Jays are dangerous. Ryu has been – look, if the Blue Jays get in the playoffs, they're the team nobody wants to face. I'll go with I'll go with Toronto to win the AL, 46-1. to So you're being a homer with the Eagles but not the Phillies? No, I'm just no, not. No, see, what I'm doing is I'm I'm giving people the truth. And the truth is the Eagles will be pretty good and the Phillies you can't trust. That's the truth. Oh, I actually have. I don't trust the Phillies. No, thank you. So I agree with you on this. Phillies are what? A game and a half back. This is about the Blue Jays. When you look at the young talent with the bats and Bo Bichette, Vlad Guerrero Jr., um, you, you look at the arm talent that they have with Robbie Ray and Ryu. I think they have what it takes to get hot in the postseason, go all the way. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. The, I think this is going to be a weekly. The weekly Chip Kelly is back question. <laughs> the Would resurgence. Go- <laughs> yes, it is. The, res- <laughs> the resurgence of Chip. He's back. <laughs> Would you rather go the nickel on UCLA to win the Pac-12 at plus 500 or the dime on Oklahoma to win the Big 12 minus 165? Well, listen, I can't go against what my eyes told me on Saturday. My eyes told me Oklahoma can't stop anyone on defense. And Spencer Rattler, 
Like, all right, can we actually play like a Heisman Trophy winner before we hand the kid the trophy? He, it was garbage. On he was, he didn't look anything like what you expected out of Spencer Rattler. So, will Oklahoma win the Big Twelve? Most likely, yes. But at, at the odds we're presented here, the play has to be UCLA. I mean, UCLA, if not for a couple of, I, I'd say, misses by their quarterback, they would have just blown the doors off of, off of uh, an SEC team. I know LSU isn't what they were a couple of years ago. Orgeron might be on the hot seat. It's not the LSU that we're, we remember, but it's still an, an SEC team in LSU that came in number 16 in the country. UCLA really dominated that game. I'm going with UCLA here, 500 on UCLA to win the Pac-12 plus 500. Chip Kelly is back, at least for this week. Man, that's, this is a tough one. I agree with you on the Pac-12, but I am fully invested in Oklahoma because I have a future plus 800 to win the title. So here's my argument. Oklahoma looked terrible on the weekend, okay? I would rather Oklahoma have a little scare now rather than later. They slept on Tulane. Who wouldn't? It's Tulane. This is a wake-up call for this Oklahoma team. They now have three very easy games. Western Carolina, Nebraska, and Scott Frost is probably going to get fired eventually, and West Virginia. So by the time um, they get to really like the meat of their schedule, they're going to have their swagger back. It's going to be Oklahoma, baby. Just talk yourself into it, Boomer Sooner. It's all going to be all right. Well, it wasn't Tulane supposed to be an easy game. What did they do there? I don't know. I was so mad. Like, I was not expecting that at all. They couldn't get any stops. They looked horrible. Quarterback looked terrible. It was just like, wow. This is a team I thought could potentially win the championship. They could barely even beat Tulane? Yeah, and look, the other part of this is, there's some pretty decent teams in the Big 12. Like, Iowa State's right there. That, that That's a challenger. The, the Pac-12 looked awful over the weekend, except except for Chip UCLA. Kelly and UCLA. Yeah. It's like the old days when he was at Oregon. He's running that conference. Maybe he's back. We'll check in again next week on this. But right now, UCLA is back. On the other side, Reed Wallach will join us. He is, of course, from BetQL. We'll get his best plays of the night, and we'll give our lightning bets out. Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. But, you know, and, and I think that the other night uh, or, you know, I guess a couple weeks ago, he got all that credit, right? Because he, you know, uh, Chase Singler ran out of uh, of players on the bench and Dave Roberts ended up winning that, whatever, 14, 15, 16 inning game. I can't really, I blacked out because it was so late. But, um, you know, that's pretty low bar to compare him to, right? I think that, you know, when you look at this, I, I'm more confident, Joe, in looking at how it's gone in the second half of me is, you know, we have to remember that the Giants have won every series that they've played against Los Angeles. They took two of three over the weekend. And then earlier uh, this summer in July, they ended up going to Los Angeles. They took three of four and two of three at home against LA. I mean, this is just a team that's continued to, uh, you know, beat their rivals and, and in low scoring games, I may add. And that I think is a testament to the pitching, to the bullpen management, as you said, and I think when you when you look at October and you look at the shorting the, the shortness of your rotation, right? The the Giants will shorten it up to you know a Kevin Gosman, a Discofani, and you know maybe a Logan Webb. And you know you put a guy like Alex Wood in your bullpen, or maybe even a Johnny Cueto in your bullpen for two innings. 
that beefs it up. You, know, you already have guys there that are pretty reliable. Tony Watson has been reliable for them for a couple of years now. Um, and Tyler Rogers is, or sorry, Tyler Rogers is the guy who's been reliable for them. Uh, and Tony Watson more recently joined in the folds. They just have a lot of dangerous lefties. And when you look at the matchup between these two teams, we know that the Dodgers hate facing lefties. This team can just continue to throw lefties at you, just like the Rays did uh, with Blake Snell and, and a, a host of other left-handed pitchers. If you got a stable pool of lefties, that is uh, very, very valuable. And that's exactly what the Giants have. And they could even bring up Sammy Wood again, another high strikeout lefty that could be effective against the Dodgers. So just looking at these two teams playing each other, you're right. I think that there is a lot of value in potential and taking the Giants, you know, because of a potential matchup here in the postseason, they have their number and they have uh, a lot of guys that they can throw to exploit their weakness. All right. Good stuff. Let's move on to the NL East. (laughs) Philly's still just a game and a half behind the Braves. The wild card's still on the table as well. What do you think is the best way to play either of these NL East teams? Yeah, I know you didn't want to say NL East. It seemed like it was difficult to say because no one wants to talk about the NL East. We just want to like forget that it exists because the quality of baseball has been so poor. Um, Look, I, I know that the Mets are making headlines because they have won seven of 10 and a lot of people out there are saying that, you know, uh, this is this, they have just as good a shot as anybody to win this division. The odds would obviously indicate that that's not the truth. And the fact that, you know, they, they, they continue to, str- I mean, they, they struggled against the Washington nationals this, uh, this weekend, the Washington nationals are a team that have punted on the season and they, you know, they, they lost two of three this week. And I know they ended up winning that series, but, look, I mean, th- I just don't think this is a good baseball team right now. Javi Baez has only gone to make their offense worse. They were having issues with strikeouts and on base percentage, and he's just he's killed that. Um, we still have not seen guys like Michael Conforto and Francisco Lindor really play that well. Um, you know, obviously, Pete Alonso, congratulations on 30 home runs. But Jeff McNeil doesn't hit the ball into the gap anymore. I've seen some great memes about him. And he, he hasn't been that contact-heavy guy. I mean, just you look up and down their lineup, it is full of disappointments. These are guys that were helping their team in 2019, that magical run last year. You know, where is Tom Smith? Where is J.D. Davis? Where is Jeff McNeil? Where is Mavs Fordo? None of these guys have really shown up, yet they're still four games back. I just don't believe that they have the talent right now uh, to, to get there, and their pitching staff has has struggled. I mean, Carlos Carrasco is supposed to be a guy that helps. He's not been that great. So the best way to approach this division, I think, is taking the Phillies to win it at plus 225. I'm really starting to believe in the Phillies. I think they're going to go out and get a big win tonight. And the Braves have, have really stagnated. Uh, you got to give them credit for adding right-handed bats to, uh, to fix their problems against lefties. But the Phillies have really come together as a team, and their pitching staff has done very well. And obviously the Ranger Suarez injury kind of concerning, but I just think that they have a lot right now going well for them. When you talk about managers, Joe Girardi, a guy with a ton of experience, he's taken a ton of heat this year for you know, the Phillies just going on that ridiculous cold streak, the whole Max Scherzer pine tar incident or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, he's put his team in position to win this division. And I think without Ronald Acuna for Atlanta, there is a huge opening here for Philly, and I think that they can do it. They can close the one-and-a-half games, get back on top of that division. Great stuff by Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge. We'll come back and line it up with the home AFC teams in week one 
of the NFL season. Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.